0: Hello. She was a level headed dancer on the road to alcohol. What's up everybody? Welcome into to this week's you episode you of From Here It's spot road. Road. Uh, March Madness Tournament Time is finally here. The Red Raiders got their seating, their draw, and Hunter and I are gonna look through that. Um what's good, what's bad, what we can take from the Big 12 tournament, and uh, um, just anything else that kind of pops up as we live react to uh, the tournament draw. So here we go. Hey, before we get to the podcast, I just want to do, make sure I shout out our sponsor, Prime Residential Mortgage Incorporated. They are the Lending with Passion division of Primary Residential Mortgage Inc. Whether you're buying, refinancing, or taking cash out of your home, PRMI can help. Rates are still near all-time lows, and our mortgage experts can help find the best mortgage solution for you. They can help you with purchasing your dream home, an investment property, a vacation home, whatever you need, they can help you with. They have locations all over the state of Texas, but they complete the entire process online and it's easy and, and they just love working with fellow Red Raiders. They can be reached at p r m i raider at com through the website at www.lendingwithpassion.com or by phone at 214-736-9466. So get in touch with them for, for any of your needs for anything like that. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the unofficial podcast of redradersports.com. From here, it's potable. Uh, I am here with Hunter Davidson, the unofficial host of this podcast. Um, and we are going to unofficially bring you some takes on the bracket. This is not like us. Maybe, maybe we've been motivated. Like we were recording. This is like a, a live, almost a live broadcast reaction show to the selection committee or the a selection Sunday. Um, so. Yeah,
1: Hunter, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I wish we were in the South bracket. I wish we <laughs> um, had a different six seed.
0: Yeah, um, the, the draw sucks. Like that's, I think I don't really like any. I don't really see any positives other than that we are in the tournament, <laughs> and you, maybe you can correct me on that. But um, that's 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 my
1: overarching view of. I think of maybe the drawing. Aggies let us down by losing to Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. If they'd, if they'd have beat them, then maybe we would have been in Indianapolis playing the Longwood Lancers and been slotted to play um in San Antonio. You know, we would have had Colorado state as our six seed instead of Alabama. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean, we, that was really it. I think they easily could have put us there instead of Tennessee. We beat them heads up. I was about
0: to say, it's not like we beat them
1: or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, and it went like I thought. I, I was saying if Arizona is the, t- is the top seed over Baylor, they're going to be extremely reluctant to put tech to make two of the top three seeds in any one bracket from the Big 12. Yeah. So that means it just takes out the Midwest and the East, which was Baylor and Kansas. So it was 50 50 coin flip between us and Gonzaga and Tennessee. And um, yeah, we, we, I mean, Gonzaga and Arizona, you know, us right. going there. And I guess for whatever reason we didn't get it. And it's just – I mean, we, we are – so Wisconsin is a three seed. And they're a really weak three seed. Yeah. I mean, they're eight-point favorites right now over Colgate. Uh, compare that to Tech. We're 15-point favorites. Or Tennessee is 16-point favorites. So, Wisconsin is, is an extremely weak three seed. And they're playing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> The other three seed besides uh, was kind of producing on the fly here, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I'm blanking. So it's Tennessee. Purdue. Purdue is playing in Milwaukee, um, so that's I guess somewhat close. That's a Big Ten at least area. Right. And then Tennessee is going to Indianapolis, so that's not really that close. But um, we're we're definitely of the top ten to twelve seed teams. We're going the farthest geographically. I mean, we're just (laughs) we're getting shipped off to Calf to the West. And um, I guess we could have won some, some of these games that would have changed things for us, but at yeah. the same time, we it was a pretty good season. I think if you, on average, the season we had, the resume we had is typically rewarded in the tournament somewhere, it, whether yeah. it's the first site or whether it's the second site, or um, <laughs> maybe even if you talk about just not being in the number one overall seeds bracket, right. not having a sneaky – an Alabama team who went 2-0 against Baylor and Gonzaga in your bracket, a yeah, little pod, um, yeah. I think
0: that's that's the most – like I don't really care where we would have played. Like it would have been nice to play in Fort Worth or San Antonio. I'm not saying that. My biggest issue is, yeah, I mean, Alabama, like that – I mean, the other. I'm looking at the other six seeds, Texas um, – Let's see, LSU and Colorado State. Like, none of those scare me except for the one one in our bracket. The only thing I can think of is, like, I'm not, you know, if you look further than that, I'm not, like, Duke doesn't scare me. Michigan State doesn't scare me. So, I guess you could look at it, like, to me, like, I would rather play Duke than Kentucky, Auburn, or uh, Villanova. So I guess you can look at it that way.
1: Yeah, Duke certainly. I mean, I
0: mean, it's a two seed. They're they're good, they're, obviously, but they're I pretty
1: good. I just uh, they, just, they just, would, it, you know, it, we would probably be, and this would show, kind of how we got screwed. I hope we played them, and and uh, the lines will be impacted by the first three games. So I mean, first two games. So each of us would have played two games before playing each other, um, but. I w- we probably would be a slight favorite yeah. over Duke, and you know, we, we're the three seed. They're the two, um, but for for their side, you know, Michigan State, they're they're barely favored against Davidson. Davidson's pretty good, um, yeah. So they, may, they may get uh, beat there, but we're you know we're gonna be. I don't know where to start here with our no, matchup.
0: Yeah, just start. Yeah, let's just start with Montana State.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: hey, I think something that's going to scare people and you can speak to this some is like, they can shoot. Yeah, they can shoot. And that's, um, that's not, I mean, it is what it is, but it's, if you were going to pick something that you didn't want a team to to do well, it would be that. Yeah.
1: 37% as a team, which is top 40 in the country. And what's I guess stands out is they're, um, they have a lot of shooters that got one, two, three, four, five, six guys that are, that I would, considered to be shooters that yeah. in terms of volume and percentages, their two best shooters are six, seven and six, eight. Yeah. So they've got bigs or guys that masquerade as bigs um, shooting. They're not a very big team in general though. I mean, they're they're actually pretty, pretty small that, and they're the guy that plays every second of the game for them is a five, eight little point guard. Yeah. Xavier Bishop is his name,
0: which has also caused us some issues.
1: They've got a, a Washington transfer who I think was kind of a highly rated guy. Um, he's a, a shooter. He's kind of a wing. They've got – I've noticed they like three or four guys from England on their team. Random. Uh, but they're not that – I mean, they've played a really weak schedule and they ran, they, they've, they you know, beat pretty much everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing is, the
0: you know, I see Montana State, the first thing I do, what are the, you know, quote-unquote good teams that they've played? What are the, you know – high major, big programs. And it's basically two, they lost to Colorado in overtime and they lost by four and they lost to New Mexico by three. And those were like, with, they were, those were all in November. So it's hard to really get a gauge on that.
1: Yeah. And being 15 point favorites. I mean, if we were to lose to them, it would be um, one of the biggest upsets in tech basketball history. I mean, I, I, you'd have to go really, really search and go back to find a time where we lost as this big of a favorite. And so this is where you're rewarded for being a top 10 or 12 seed. You play one of the 10 worst teams in the tournament. Yeah. First round. So we got that going for us, you know, just take care of business against them. And then uh, I get, you know, I'll be hoping that uh, Alabama gets upset. Yeah. I, you know, for them, it, I think you could argue both ways. Like, are we a bad matchup for them? In some ways, you could say yes, because they don't really, they don't defend that well, and so that you know we could have an easier time scoring against them than you would than than some other teams. And they have a a a style of play that we tend. It's you know we've seen them before. It's Nate Oates. He was at Buffalo. Yeah, we played them and just you know eviscerated them. And they're extremely up tempo. They take the first shot very very quickly. They want to run in transition, um, and and that kind of thing. And we. That kind of, we, our style of play and our no middle defense has a tendency to neutralize those things. Yeah. Probably. But on the flip side, they have kind of a electric offense and they're very guard heavy. Yeah. And they've got a, a lot of guards who can kind of beat us off the dribble potentially, which Kansas was doing very easily the other night. Yeah. And so on, on that hand, I could see also the,
0: I mean, third game and third day, I think needs to be said in that regard. True. True. But, but I mean, you'll be playing. Really, you know, basically a back to back if you're playing
1: Alabama. So, and if you're playing Alabama, you know, they've got to watch a game get played to know their opponent. And so, yes. for them to, they're going to have to scout two teams and prepare for two teams and then play them. And then, in a quick turnaround, you know, I guess in a, in a normal situation, they'll, they'll be saying, okay, we, you know, we've got our matchup and we'll, and then Tech is a 15 point favorite on the other side and we can kind of allocate resources to starting to work on them. And yeah. It, that may not be as easy of a case for them because they're going to have to look at Notre Dame and then or let's yeah. see.
0: Yeah, Yo, you're right. It's Notre Dame and Rutgers.
1: Yeah, no they're going to have to look at Notre Dame and Rutgers and Tech but primarily probably just worried about winning that first one. Mm-hmm. So that that might be a slight advantage for us if we do. Am I crazy
0: to think that it would be it's similar stylistically to the Arkansas
1: matchup last year? I think it's similar. Yeah. That yeah, kind of an NBA type of offense, and uh, Arkansas is a lot better, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just mean styles-wise. Yeah. Because like, I, I remember that that was the big talk going into that matchup last year was, like, you know, one of the nation's top defenses against one of the nation's top offenses. Um, <clears throat> and, and the thing that I – you know, we talked on this podcast about how a lot of times the first – especially the first round, the first weekend of the tournament is, you, you know, tech usually out-athletes people. You know, and, and like that's kind of what annoys me about an Alabama matchup is that's not happening.
1: I agree. You yeah, know, if
0: you're if you're playing Colorado State, you could you could probably out athlete two games in a row, like if you had to. But or if we had,
1: you know, some, like Wisconsin. I mean, some of these Big Ten teams. Right. Um, yeah,
0: that's. I mean, like if Rutgers makes it. Oh, well, Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers is pretty athletic. Uh, yeah. Notre Dame
1: isn't. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yes, that's what. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah. Rutgers would be a good matchup because they don't have a very good offense, uh, but. Uh, No, I I agree. I see what you're saying. Um, It's it's one of the it's like the team I was kind of eyeing as a six seed, like and thinking we'd be a three that I didn't really want to see. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was looking at all the projections this morning, and several of the brackets had I think they had this like us as a three, Alabama as a six, and I was like, gosh, I hope these guys are wrong. Um, But you know, you got to get there first. Um, You know, and like you said. <clears throat> Who knows? It may not even be Alabama. Um, I mean, that's six and 11, like 11s beat sixes regularly. So um, it's not the craziest thing in the world. Um, but looking at the the rest of our bracket, Gonzaga, to me, the, like the names that stand out, the, you know, the top seeds, obviously, um, but, you know, but Gonzaga, Arkansas, Yukon, any of those other names kind of, you know, anything stand out to you?
1: No, not I mean not on the other side in, uh, of our bracket. I mean, um, Memphis and Gonzaga would be kind of interesting because I think uh, you know Memphis has the, the athlete, you know athletically yes. the type of athletes that could somewhat compete with Gonzaga yeah um, but you know Arkansas had caught a really tough draw with Vermont. Vermont is really yeah, good. Vermont yeah, and that's good. Yeah, and that's the difference. This is probably the worst team that Tech's played in the tournament. Yeah. State. Uh,
0: really? You, you think that? I was trying yeah. to, th- I was actually thinking about that earlier because who, who, who were the Norsemen? Western Kentucky or something? North, yeah. North Kentucky, Northern Kentucky. They had one
1: guy who was really, really good. Okay. Uh, I could not it, it, It's, it's similar. Yeah. I would probably, this is probably the worst team we played. And that's like when you look at, you know, the difference between Tech. Being a three in Arkansas, being a four, them catching Vermont, like that's you know, we would only be like seven or eight-point favorites against Vermont. I
0: may pick Vermont, like I'm if I'm working on my bracket, <laughs> I may pick Vermont. Yeah, like
1: or you look at Providence, for example. Providence is a four. They play South Dakota State, who's a 13, and I believe South Dakota State. Yeah, South Dakota State beat Montana State by 20. Um, like Providence may legitimately be an underdog in that game. Yeah. I mean, South Dakota, that's the you know, you catch some of these mid-major that are 13 seats that are, can be really tough. Um, so we avoided that. But. Yeah, that's true.
0: That, that's a good way to look at it. Um, you know, i just looking at, I think you're right about Memphis. Um, like, I don't know, I don't think they've shown enough to like, you know, to say like, you know, that, that that's a, that'd be a trendy upset or whatever, but it, I think you get to see a lot of Gonzaga, you, you get to see Gonzaga work at the very least against a team like Memphis. Um, but it's you know, I just don't like our little pod I'm not a, I'm not a fan of like I could have done with some better some better matchups there but the the bracket as a whole you know um, you're not gonna you're not gonna get everything go your way uh, yeah we could have I,
1: another a, a worse scenario I guess um, would have been being shipped out west and having a USC or a St Mary's yeah with us. Because um, then they would have had a lot of fans there, right? USC is a seven seed, uh, San five, five. Yeah, and so I mean, it's just I would think we our little pod will have probably the worst attendance uh, with respect to like alumni alumni attendance of any of the pods that are out there.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you got yeah. Al State Fullerton, but that's not that's not close to San Diego. That's like Northern California. Well, they're, they're in
1: Greenville. Oh, Notre sorry. Notre yeah, I was looking. Yeah. at Yeah, my bad. Yes, yeah. It's, it's Tech, Montana State, Alabama, yeah. and then the winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame. And so you've got the winner of a game that they may not be inclined to tr- make travel plans if they because you might lose. They're playing yeah. totally different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you would that wouldn't change much if there was Tennessee. If we flip Tech with Tennessee, you know. I, um, so it's not like they, you know, did something dumb in terms of preventing attendance, and it's if they could have put us somewhere else and but still i mean that's just it sucks and we were seeing it right like as the season was playing out with kansas and and baylor and the seasons they were having this was like unfolding very very slowly before our eyes that yes we were going to have one of our best regular season resumes ever and not get rewarded whereas when we've done this in the past we were rewarded it's just right
0: yeah i mean because you're right i mean those when you know that elite eight year in Dallas was incredible, um, the environment there. I mean, yeah, it, it would have been, it would have been nice. But I mean, California has been good to us recently too. So you know, I don't know if there's anything to that, but I'm going to act like there is. Um, would you, th- did you take anything from the Big Twelve tournament that makes you feel better or worse moving forward?
1: I mean, certainly feel better than than our last couple games of the regular season. Um, I mean, I am pretty I'm pretty sure I said that this team didn't have
0: two more wins in them, and they won two more games in the tournament. So there's that at least. You yeah, know, I thought we shot better.
1: Yeah. Um, so maybe have some momentum um, in terms of like just making shots. I thought we rebounded better um, over the last over those three games. You know, the can- what was concerning, but I don't think Kansas Kansas is one of the few teams. They're one of the best offenses in the country. We were playing essentially a road game. Uh, I thought we had trouble staying in front of them yeah. and, and the foul discrepancy was, it's frustrating, but at the same time, like we weren't guarding them. We, we were fouling them at the rim. They were, they were beating us. We were fouling him. And I assume our plan was to prevent McCormick from getting touches. He was getting a lot of touches and then our, our plan seemed to be fouling him once he got the ball. And so <laughs> we weren't helping. I mean, we weren't helping ourselves, uh, you know, Bron, uh, Christian Brown, he shot five free throws in the first half. One was like a 50-50 block charge uh, that they that they went against us, and then the really really close when we contested the three, and they called a foul. Like those five free throws were like frustrating. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and then there was maybe four or five down the stretch where we were down, so we were just fouling them. We're like, um, and so like when you take out some of some of those things, it really it didn't bother me, I guess, as much. What bothered me the most about it was like. We couldn't guard it. We were having trouble just guarding it, and maybe you're. I wasn't really thinking. You know, third game in three days type uh, thing. Just, I mean, as
0: as you know, as often as I complain or I did complain about this team the past couple weeks, I don't think that the way they guarded Kansas is something that is indicative of much. Considering, I mean, it wasn't even twenty four hours. Before that, that you're hanging on for dear life against Oklahoma, you know. Um, I think that had a lot to do with the defense. The thing that gets me still, and and I do feel better than I did, you know, the last time we talked, the turnovers, man. Like, that will be our undoing. Like, I've pretty much convinced myself that. Like, we're just wasteful. It drives me insane, especially for a team that, like, (laughs) needs every basket possible. (laughs) The turnovers kill me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the uh, Achilles heel of the team, and, and it
0: wasn't. That's what's so frustrating. Yeah, it
1: wasn't for like a ten game, and I think it was just kind of fool's gold or something. Right. It wasn't for like a ten game stretch to start conference. I I don't I don't uh, know what the explanation was for that, um, but yeah, it's definitely we've talked about it a bunch. It's it's a problem because getting the ball on the rim is just so important. Yeah. For, our, for our defense for second chance. When you get the ball in the rim, sometimes it goes in. Um, <laughs> can't go in when you throw it to the other team, right? Um, and you know, I guess we some of the passes we make, um, they're high risk, high reward. You know, like some of these, some of the like arms when he's throwing it away and guys aren't looking, it's like the ball's either going to get thrown away or O'Banner's going to be like realizing he's throwing it, catch it, and score a basket. Right. It's like to some extent, I can kind of live with some of those. Where it's if we execute the play, it's two points. Or if we don't, we're turning it over. Yeah. Uh, The ones that are just dribbling it off our foot, you know, handing the ball to the other team. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Obviously, those are the ones that are we just can't have. Thrown in. I can live with an aggressive play that results in a turnover. Yeah. Not. Not just something silly.
0: Yeah. I mean that that's that's similar to the like you think about it with a quarterback. It's like if you don't throw any interceptions, you're probably not very good because that means you're not throwing passes where they need to be thrown. Um, but yeah, the, the ones you talk about, they drive me nuts. The ones where um, it's like, we're not on the same page. Somebody cuts, you think they're going to cut the other way. They cut the other way. Um, and then the other reason like I didn't really have a ton of complaints about the free throws um, when I, you know, when you really look at it, it's we weren't making them. And so that's something that's slightly concerning, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's an excuse, but I, I would, I would think that might be a little bit three games in three days as well, similar to the defense.
1: Um. But what I guess um, in the first half they were scoring on like maybe 75% of their possessions for the first like 10 or 15 minutes of the game. I mean, yeah. it was just a, um, an onslaught from Kansas and we were matching them. Yes. You know, that, yeah. that, that was, I would like surprise me, I guess. Um that was the
0: most fun I've had watching college basketball in a long time. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean totally I, I was in a good mood. It was it was nice basketball and then I realized like oh it's because the teams are actually scoring. Yeah, so they scored
1: on 6 of their first 7 possessions to start the game. Yeah. And it was 12 to 11. Um and, and that's just I think there's times during the season or other tech teams where um you know you're you're losing like 15 to 3 or something. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, you know, and there's going to be the scoring droughts, like the one against Oklahoma that basically let them back in the game. You know, I was, I was sitting there thinking, watching that unfold is our best offense, giving the ball to Marcus Santos Silva and letting him cook in the post. Like if we need a bucket. I think that's our best bet. I, I want to see that. If we go through our scoring drought, give the ball to him. Well, I want to see a Santos Silva hook shot.
1: I don't know if it is. I think, but I think the reason why you're asking that is um, when we're so focused on getting the ball into Bryson and the other team is throwing everything they have at stopping him. It does. We, we seem to sputter when that happens. Yeah. When they're, like the clock wastes away as we're, considering whether to throw it into him, but they're double teaming him Um, or we give it to him and there there's like a double already there Um, or we give it to him and he's getting double and he tries to make something happen. It's almost like, um, you know, when Bryson started playing like a first team all big 12 player, it was right when we, when people were calling him a bust and he wasn't really um, the focal point of our offense. And it was just kind of natural. And I, and so I think, I think that is when he's playing at his best when we're not forcing him the ball. But that like that's so hard to not do because yeah. he's our best player, and when things aren't going well, you want to just give him the ball.
0: And-, and I think that goes to the turnover thing as well because we're not very good at throwing entry passes, and entry passes are a lot more difficult than they look, especially when the other team is doing everything they can to prevent that entry pass. But I, I also think that leads to a lot of the turnovers. But, you know, if I were just to, you know, make a list and you could probably check right out your sports and see this listed out of you know a bunch, but the things that worry me, just heading into the tournament, turnovers, scoring droughts, and the free throw, the free throw thing really upsets me. <laughs> like it's hard to complain about not getting enough free throws when you're you're not even making half of them.
1: Uh, it, Silva in the big 12 tournament was nine of 15 from the field. He had five offensive rebounds. He had four blocks, two steals, very few turnovers. And he's not, those aren't, you know, heavy minute games. I mean, he's, he's impacting the game big time when he's playing. Yeah. Um, hopefully his wrist is okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've totally forgot about that. Um, and that, and that actually, that's another good thing to to point out is, it seems like this team is as healthy without knowing a lot about his Santos Silva's wrist as they have been.
1: Or Nadolny's was in a boot, apparently. Yeah.
0: He has been though, right? Like he's been wearing that during off days. So I don't know.
1: He had some, he only played like eight minutes, maybe. He played eight minutes against OU. And I remember, more, I remember
0: more. I remember more Nadoni plays than just about anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I think he played
1: the, the last couple minutes down the stretch. And, yeah, uh, you know, had a big take to the basket, and he made two free throws. Yeah, um, cool. some big. Yeah, had a huge block. He had a rebound that, for some reason, was a foul.
0: Yeah, that yeah, exactly. And <laughs>
1: although that foul, you know, they missed. If he doesn't do what he does, that might be an offensive rebound, put back, and kind a of make. Instead, he fouls him. I think I missed up missing one. So it was still, even with the, you know, the bad call, it was still an effective play. Yes. Um, But yeah, I mean, I wish we could get some futures lines um, up for more than one reason, just for this podcast (laughs) purpose, but also because (laughs) I'm in, I'm in I'm in multiple Calcutta auctions right now. So if you, you know, it's like if you play golf, you're familiar with them, but each team is being bid on, um, and you buy a team and if they win it all you get the whole pot.
0: Who are you looking at like outside of tech or our
1: our region even? Who are you looking well, at? I mean, I do it by I base it on what the, you know, the the futures market is and just try to give that, you know, give value there. And and so who I'm looking at for these is different than maybe like who I like cuz in in these Calcutta auctions, the favorites tend to be a little undervalued. Um, people don't want to spend a bunch of money on it, a, on a Gonzaga when they, sh- you know, they probably should. Yeah. But I typically am getting like the big favorites if I can. Um, but I mean, Gonzaga is gonna be a massive, massive, massive favorite. They're the best team in the country. They've got the easiest path. They're going to be way out West. Um, they, you know, they're really going to not be tested until they play us or Duke potentially. Yeah. And there's a chance neither of us make it there, you know, yeah, things happen. Um, so I would definitely, you know, Gonzaga is just going to be a massive favorite, huge. And then the other one's going to be Kansas because Kansas, you know, Auburn is that's, uh, that's kind of maybe where they balance that their bracket out because Auburn could have been a one seed and they're, they're good. Yeah. Uh, but they have, but Providence and Wisconsin might be, the weakest like three, four seed combination in a bracket, like ever. Yeah. They're, it's not going to surprise me if neither of them are make it out of the first weekend. And you've got an
0: LSU team with no coach. I mean, right. I I,
1: I think, I mean, Iowa state, it has a legitimate chance. If they're going to be three or four point underdogs to LSU who doesn't have a coach. So if they survive that one, um, there's a, Legitimate chance they're playing Colgate to play to go to the sweet 16. I,
0: I would probably take them over Colgate or Wisconsin. And then That's you've got, I mean. and then you've got USC, the winner of USC, uh, or I guess you'd probably have Auburn in the next round.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which, although USC is a sneaky, they've got, they've got uh, some good players. They've got like, you know, and I guess this is what scares you when you get in the tournament and you play like a C, like an Alabama or a USC or even like an LSU, I know they don't have a coach, when you like run into a team who has like NBA players. Yeah. Because you know, we, we don't really have any. No. We're yeah. just a good team. Yeah. Uh, but like if we play against Alabama, the, they've got some guys that are going to play in the NBA. That, that's and that's like, what scares me about Alabama,
0: which was weird is because that's what scared me about Arkansas too. And like, you know, Moses Moody went off, like he scored like 12 straight points against the Mavs the other night. And I was thinking I watched this dude in an NCAA tournament game that they won. And he was like the fifth best player on the (laughs) course. Like, I don't, I don't really remember Moses Moody having a huge impact on that game last year. Um, and maybe, maybe I'm misremembering it, but they, they like, they just have those guys who at any moment could break basically break a game open on their own. Definitely. Yeah. The, uh, did you have any opinions on like the, you know, I know my Twitter feed at least is pretty upset about certain team, a certain team not making it in. I've seen a lot of, uh,
1: I thought Rutgers, I mean, I don't know how Rutgers got in over A&M or OU or uh, yeah, SMU I, maybe. I don't understand. I mean, I've seen
0: a lot of tweets about comparing Notre Dame's resume to uh texas a&m's resume and it does i mean i didn't really watch either of those teams but it didn't it definitely didn't seem close between the two i, I thought OU had a good chance like i think OU's better than either one of those teams but i guess in like wyoming i don't get that
1: one i don't know it's yeah i, I think a&m's got a serious right yeah
0: and they weren't even i mean according to the committee they were the fourth team out
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. It's just – it's weird what they value. I mean, it's like we complain about it in football too, though. Like what, what's being valued, what's not, all that. Um, so, you got uh, anything else that sticks out to you about,
1: like this matchup, potential matchups? Not really. I mean, if, if you're filling out a bracket um, and it's for money and you're trying to win, if you're in a like if there's a small amount of people in your pool, if there's ten people – 20 people, even like 30, 40, which I'm considering small, you're going to want to be heavy chalk, a lot of yeah. favorites, not picking a lot of upsets, and but at the, it's all going to depend on who you pick to win at all. Yeah. If, if you got more than like 20 or you know 10 or more, you're not going to win unless you pick the overall winner, but you you don't want to pick if there's 50 people and 40 of them have Gonzaga, just because Gonzaga has the highest chance of winning, you don't, you don't, you're going to want to differentiate yourself from them And so, like, what's the team, you know, maybe a, a team that a lot of people aren't going to pick that has a legitimate shot, Arizona, um, you know, like a Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, well, uh, you know, you get my point. if yeah. Or if you're in a pool with 300 people and 75% of them are tech grads, you might want to pick <laughs> Alabama to beat tech, you know, right. they're all going to have tech going really, really far. Um, so those are kind of some bracket tips i'm in I'll be in um, multiple contests like i'll be in some where you just pick like a uh, like two winners a day for the first 4 days yeah. and then one winner a day from there on out but you can't pick the same team twice yeah it's kind of like a survivor concept i'll be in somewhere um you get to pick like three teams uh, in, uh per per day and if they you get Points for what seed they beat. So if you beat a 16 seed, you only get one point. If you pick a 16 over a one, you would get 16 points. If you pick a 13 over a four, you would get 13. Yeah, and so cool. it's based on points. And then, um, like I said, some of the Calcutta's. And then uh, I'll be betting into the just over the futures markets, you know, like a, a team to win a bracket or a team to um, win it all. But like I said, those aren't up yet. Maybe they will be up. I'm looking right now. Do you, uh, yeah. like, if you're
0: yeah. if you if you're filling out a bunch of brackets, do you, um, like, kind of – do you always pick the same upsets, or do you – Yeah, you want to differentiate, yeah. for sure. Yeah. If
1: yeah. So, here we got odds that are listed, and this just shows that Ted got screwed a little bit in the bracket. Are <laughs> um, We are now you – know, Tennessee jumped us in the favorite line. We were kind of the ninth t- team with the ninth best shot of winning it all. We're now the tenth, and so Tennessee – moved in front of us. Um, like our chances of winning, according to this, went down by about one or one and a half percent um, based on the the bracket coming out, which is what we'd expect. I mean, yeah, there's just, a reason.
0: It's pretty much a consensus, a consensus of this kind of
1: sucks. Yes, Gonzaga is a mass. They're a really, really big favorite. Um, this is implying like 30, 35 percent chance they win it all. And then you've got about 17- what were they last year? Do you remember? Oh, um, it was about like this. Okay, it, a little bit more actually. Um, about like this, uh, but Bay- It was last year was different because Baylor and Gonzaga were both like huge uh, favorites. Here it's there's it's Gonzaga, then there's a big drop off in Arizona, and then there's a big drop off, and you have Kansas, Kentucky, Baylor, Duke, Auburn, Purdue, Tennessee, Tech, all about the same.
0: So do you, I guess. Where do you see value there? The that Kansas Baylor area.
1: You know, yeah. Um, maybe Auburn. That's that's is who I'm gonna pick, I think. Auburn is at 14 to one here. Yeah. And they've like, you know, like I said, they just have other than Kansas, they've got a really weak bracket. And they've got some multiple NBA players, maybe the number one pick. So that's kind of uh yeah. The only thing that kind of
0: scares me about them is like the few times I've watched them is like, they have, to, I think they have two lottery picks, but they're both bigs and like their guards who are, who are good. They're good college players, but aren't, aren't the skill level of Jabari Smith. And I can't remember the other big guy's name. Um, They kind of take over and forget that I have the potential number one pick yeah. here to get the ball to. That would be my, that's my one worry. If I'm picking Auburn.
1: Based on this um,
0: Baylor has a
1: gripe a little bit because Kentucky is, a slight has a slight edge on them to win it all they're the two seed in Baylor's bracket and so then you compare it you know all the other two seeds are have a lower chance than Baylor in fact just random, you know like Villanova has a lower chance than tech so um you know Baylor's like could have got a a team that's thought of as worse than tech and instead they got a team in their bracket that's thought of as better than them so that that's so
0: so it goes based off that not based off like because I'm looking at Baylor's bracket right now and I see like Pro- they'll probably play North Carolina in the second round. Like, that's and that's, tough, probably it, that's probably okay. what that's probably what that's what I was th- like. That's a tough. I mean, we talk about NBA guys and, and like just yeah. talented. whereas
1: NBA. whereas Kentucky has a pod where everyone's a mid major. Yeah, Northern State, San Francisco, and St. Peter's. So, so that's sure. probably where that's coming from. That is yeah.
0: a good draw for them. Wow, and then even then, I mean, they would match up with Purdue. I like Purdue. But it's Purdue, Yale, Virginia Tech, and Texas. <laughs> that's a really
1: easy half of that bracket for Kentucky. Wow, um, that that explains that. So now, yeah. now that we're talking, I'm about to go make a bid on Kentucky. Yeah, that's uh, wild. Oh, see, somebody's someone has the same idea. They're making massive bids on Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, I. That's wild. That
0: is. That seems. That seems like a, about the best draw that I can see. Just kind of scanning this interesting. Um, wow, yeah. The uh thing that I was thinking from Tech's point of view is, I wonder, you know, is you know, we talked about earlier about how you know the game isn't probably going to be well attended by the majority of the actual fan bases in San Diego. I wonder if that's good, bad, neutral.
1: For Tech, I'm not sure. Probably bad, um, but you know, just in the sense that that first game, if they're all uninterested, they'll be rooting for Montana State. But I can't imagine that'll be we too big of a deal. Um, like I said, this would be the biggest. This would be one of the biggest upsets ever if they yeah. lost this game for Tech. I can't. I mean, <laughs> even when like we lost, I'm just trying to think. You know, we lost to like North Texas one time. Yeah. Um, and they were good. We were, we were probably like four-point favorites, you know? Like, right. Uh, so th- this was just kind of be like unprecedented. Uh, so hopefully I'm not, you know, jinxing it, but I, I don't think I am. They're, You know, we should easily – we should be able to handle Montana State. I mean, to the point of I would think we can focus this week a lot on Alabama. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you think about it, you know, I was just about to say – you worry about them getting hot from three, but you could you could say that about literally every matchup on this freaking bracket. If you know, if another team goes lights out from three, maybe you know they could lose. You know, if if I don't even know, looking if Norfolk State goes nuts from three against Baylor, they could lose. You know, like I that was my the one thing I was thinking, but it's kind of dumb when you could say it about literally every other
1: matchup. Yeah, looking more at Montana State, they they have they're good on they're on paper really good on offense. They do pretty much everything well. They um, they don't turn it over a bunch. The only thing they don't do is offensive rebound. Uh, But they get to the free throw line like as much as us. Wow, against you know some of these weaker teams, and they just uh, they look you know they shoot free throws well, three pointers, two pointers. they're not a very up tempo team, so I was hoping there'd be some like they would be similar stylistically to Alabama, so there'd be some carryover. Yeah, but they're but, they're not very big. They have a they're a team that's played together a lot. You know, they've been there. A lot of the guys that they that they play have been there. They're not like all transfers, which you you see, you see sometimes, right? But I, I mean, there's no they're in trouble. Listen, if we're being honest, they're they're in trouble. They, they drew. If, yeah, yeah. if we were looking at this from, the, from their perspective, we'd be frustrated. Like, well, we could have got uh, – Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, yeah. we could have got somebody else.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something that we underrate. And we talked about this a little. When you play Big 12 teams for, you know, four or five months, you forget how athletic this tech team is until you play somebody who is not in the Big 12. And I think that's something that needs to be
1: mentioned. I agree. Yeah, that that's where we i like i'm, I'm excited
0: i'm very excited to not play a big 12 team <laughs>
1: yeah i'm so tired but during that ou game that's just what i was thinking i'm so tired of playing big 12 teams
0: <laughs> they seem to all be athletic well coached play hard defense like why can there not be like somebody who's like you know what we're just gonna we're, we're gonna shoot a bunch of threes and run fast like there's there's nobody nobody in the big 12 who does that i guess because they know they would get
1: beat Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, OU—they beat Arkansas by like 25 points. Yeah, they just steamrolled them. They beat Florida.
0: Yeah, uh, and and they're sitting at home right
1: now. And they beat Baylor (laughs) right before we we. Yeah, yeah,
0: true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of just talking off the top. So maybe not the most organized podcast in the world. Um.
1: But but what would you expect from? I mean, <laughs> that's true. There's much more organized uh, podcasts out there. <laughs> that's an excellent point. Uh, do
0: you, uh, you have anything else or you want to get out of here so you can go put a place, a bunch of money on random teams?
1: No, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else.
0: All right. Um, well, we uh, probably won't talk until after that first weekend. Uh, so hopefully we're talking about a, a sweet 16 matchup. Yeah. Who do you want? And we'll uh, how about uh, that
1: how that pod. What do you? Who do I want to play? Yeah, like if you can um, play. Rutgers, I mean, <laughs> Rutgers or Notre Dame, either one. Yeah. Okay. We would be like eight, nine point favorites over either one of them. Yeah. If we played uh, Alabama, let's see how feeling. I'm feeling uh, because I did peg this spread before it came out, so I'm feeling you did, confident yeah. here. Yeah we will probably be five or six point favorites over. I would probably, it'd be five points, maybe that's five a, or six.
0: That's a little more than I thought. So that makes me feel a little better. All right, then. Well, on that note, um, just, I want everyone to remember that if Tech loses, this will be the worst loss in program history. Hunter
1: said that. Yeah. So, and And maybe before, <laughs> if we don't survive this weekend, is this a disappointing season? That's
0: a really good question. Um, Does it depend on how – I would say you lose to Montana State, yes. Unequivocally, yes. Um, Does it – but, I mean, Blue Blood – I think to get a Blue Blood status, you got to get upset in the first round. I think You know, maybe that's just a rite of passage, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, If you lose to Montana State, yes. Does it matter on – like if you lose on like a buzzer beater to Alabama?
1: Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I think if you lose to Montana State, Notre Dame, or Rutgers, I would say it. it it's you could say it might be disappointing. Yeah. Now, that, now that's with hindsight of the season. You know, before the season, you wouldn't say that. No, very I think different. there are ways to lose to Alabama where it would be. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I mean, if they if they're just making like crazy shots and stuff, and we play well and just lose, I I, I wouldn't call it that. But. Yeah. But
0: let's just let's not worry about it. Let's just win. So, um, all right um, We will see y'all Hopefully I'm previewing a, another matchup Here in a week So we will talk to y'all later you
1: walked into the spot From here It's potable These
0: nerds Nerd out a lot If you, you are A big tech nerd you walked into the spot from here, here is potable these nerds these nerds nerd out a lot
1: go taylor go hunter